Hello, everyone. This is Yolanda Badoff. I am your host here at Beautiful Journey, where you can come and be part of a community of positive thinkers, overcomers, dreamers, and fighters. We will talk about everyday life, the good, the bad, the hard times, the happy times, and everything in between. Let's walk this journey together, improve our minds, improve our bodies, and improve our spirits. Hello and welcome back to The Beautiful Journey. I am really happy to be here and sitting down in front of my mic and talking to you all today. Um, I haven't sat in my podcasting closet for a while and just had a conversation with you guys. So here I am today. Um, you know, I had talked about earlier on <laughs> on Instagram about recording my next episode and I had talked about the topic being change. So initially, when I thought about the topic, you know, and it being change, and that was what was on my heart at that time, I was referring to change in my podcast and referring to change in my life and, you know, that kind of thing. And which, I mean, you all can see, I did start making some changes like in the logo, brightening it up. Um, I took away the 2020 and the reason for me taking away the 2020 is because when I created this podcast, I created at the beginning of 2020 and I, and the reason I did it, did that title and I named it beautiful journey 2020 was because of the fact that I, at the beginning of the year had broke through, um, you know, my depression and I had a shift in my soul and a fire just underneath me it ignited me to you know come out here and share my journey um about my mental health and you know how it how it was affected when i had my loss of my miscarriage and you know that was the new me 2020 represented that the new me the the person that I was going to become and that I'm becoming. And, you know, so that is, that's why I named it that. And the decision for taking away the 2020 was initially I was like, you know what? This represents me now and that's why. But the more and more I let that marinate in everything, I realized I don't want to have that define that moment because life changes every day. I mean, as you can see with this COVID, you know, you don't know what to expect. And I want 2020 to be forever. If you know what I mean? I want that fire. I want that feeling. I want that memory. I want that. So I didn't need to have that attached to the name, you know, to continue to, to be who I was going to be. Um, and it's ever changing, you know, our journey's ever changing. So that's, you know, why I took out the 2020. I, I hope that makes sense. If not, just shoot me a message and I'll go more into detail about it. But, um, that's, you know, basically why I, I changed the name. But today I wanted to focus on bringing change individually into our, our community, you know, with recent events. And it's not something, you know, that just happened recently and it's something new. It's something that the black community has been 
going through for a very long time. And I just wanted to share with you all where I'm coming from as a human and as a person and where and where my compassion is fueled from. And I hope that I can inspire you all to also go out into your communities and within your circle, your families, your friends, you know, get together, have those hard conversations about maybe things that you did or didn't do and um, things that you can do to make a difference. You know, if it's small or in your eyes, you might see it as small, but whatever impact you can make to bring change. And as I sat here right before I started recording this podcast, I was listening to a, the song by um, Audra Day, Rise Up. And that song right now is um, really attached to, um, you know, the, the folks on the front lines and you see all those inspirational videos and, you know, with that song attached to it. But it's just, it's been one of my favorite songs. And, you know, as I was listening to it, I was thinking, you know, we, we can rise up. We can rise up as a humanity. We can rise up above all this negativity, all this hate. You know, we can come together and show that love to one another. Show the love to our black community. And as I sat sat here listening to the song, I was writing in my journal, and I'm going to be vulnerable and, you know, let you guys in. And as you know, Beautiful Journey is all about that, letting you all into who I am in my journey. And, you know, this is my process, and everybody's process is probably different, you know. But as I was just listening and just letting my mind and my spirit feel what I was feeling. I wrote, my love for God, then my love for humanity, helping those in need, the poor, the hurting, distraught, the helpless. My heart is to give, bring hope, build faith in God, not because that is who society tells us to believe in, but because our experiences show us he, he exists. I do believe there are people who are hurting. And that's kind of like where my journaling, journaling ended before I started to record my podcast. But the other day I was having a conversation with my husband and, you know, it was just kind of one of those funny conversations. And I was telling him, you know, we were talking about Elon Musk and how he, um, how they had launched, you know, the space shuttle and Sometimes, you know, you just have these thoughts and whatever. And I was like, what if, you know, it's like all a green screen and they're not actually sending people up. And, you know, how are we supposed to know that? Like, you know, we're not going up there on our own. And he was like, well, he's like, why do people, you know, uh, believe in God? Because, you know, they go to church and 
pastor and, you know, they're telling you to believe in it, but you don't see it. And, you know, my response to him was, you know, maybe when you're a child and you're being brought up and you're going to church and or whatever religion you are and you're going and whoever is your leader there is telling you or your pastor is telling you, you know, this is why you believe in it and the Bible says this and that. And But I told him, yeah, okay, as a child, maybe I was listening to what, but in, you know, my faith was based on what somebody was telling me. But as you grow up and you have life experiences and you start experiencing things and you experience God and you experience what he does in your life and you go through things, that, and I told him, that's why I believe. I don't believe because somebody is telling me to believe. I believe because of my life experiences, because what I've gone through and because where I've seen him show up, you know, when I needed him. And it's just so true. You know, that's how, how faith is. And my, my goal is, you know, many may not understand if you're listening to this and you just don't agree or, you know, maybe you do, but, you know, my hope is that I am able to show you who that is. That through me and my words, you're able to see that. And, you know, and today, like I said, I wanted to talk about what are you doing to help support your fellow human in the black community? I don't want this podcast to be about, oh, do I think George Floyd was a good person or was he a criminal or, you know, or do I believe that these riots and the looting and, you know, what I, I that's not what I want to focus on today. I do believe what happened to George Floyd shouldn't have happened. And I do believe that no matter if you're a person that was being arrested for committing a crime, you don't deserve to have a death like he did. And I'm not at all saying that, you know, if you're committing a crime, you shouldn't um, have consequences. You know, all, all crimes have consequences. But <clears throat> I do believe that we need to be compassionate humans. And what hurts me is to see what is being attached to something that's meant to be positive. All this negativity that's being attached to a movement that is trying to be a positive movement. There's a group of people in our country that are tired of seeing the fellow brother or sister in their community, in the black community, um, 
suffer and you know a lot of you might not agree with what I'm saying today but that's okay that's okay because we all have a voice we all have a voice and we can speak what we believe to be the truth and the truth for me is that all humans deserve to be treated with love and compassion And, you know, just to share a little bit about my family and a few things about our journey, not to take away from what the topic is, which is supporting our Black community or the Black community, but I just want you to know where my fire and compassion comes when it when it comes to the topic. So, I am the youngest out of 5 children. I am a mixed Latina. And when I say mixed, um my dad is from the Dominican Republic and my mom is from Mexico. So, Two different countries, culturally different, um, but they came together. That's one, you know. Um, typically, those two don't mix. And a lot of people don't realize that within Latin America and Hispanics and Latinos, whatever you want to call it, whatever the right word is, but within our own community, there is also racism that exists. You know, this country or this group doesn't like that group, and, you know, because the way they talk or the under, they don't understand their culture, culture or, you know, the color of their skin. So I've seen that within my own community. you know, within the Latino, Hispanic community. But what I didn't see in my home was that. That was not taught to us. Taught to us. What was taught to us was no matter what the color of your skin is, what your background is, God loves us all the same. You treat everyone the same. And there's one story that I can remember, or not story, but experience that my parents had. And I, I believe I'm correct if I remember it correctly. They were dating. It was before they, they were married. They were both in San Antonio, Texas, where they met. And it was during the 60s. And they decided to go to a restaurant downtown San Antonio. And my mother, um, for those of you that know, you know she is a very light, white-skinned Mexican woman. And my father is a darker-skinned Dominican 
And when they walked into the restaurant, from what my mom says, they went went in there and they sat down and they were getting ready to, you know, want to place an order to eat. And the owner comes up to my mother and says, you guys, he can't eat here. And my mom said, I don't understand why. He said, and what was the the response was, you can eat here, but he cannot. So then they left. And I heard that story at a younger age. And from that moment on, I felt the need and the compassion and the love of wanting to protect those that were different than me, that might be less fortunate than me, that were treated differently. And I can say in my own experience, you know, growing up as a um, interracial Latina, but like I said, with my dad being Dominican, my mo- my mother being a uh, Mexican, light-skinned Mexican, growing up in school, I would always get comments of, what are you? We don't know what you are. You're not Mexican. You look like you're half white and half black. And at that age, I just kind of shrugged it off like, no, you guys, you know, it's just like, and I would come home and I'd be like, oh, they tell me this at school. And, you know, they in my hands, oh, they just don't understand, you know, they don't get it. And as I, I got older, it started bothering me, you know, like, why, why don't you get it? Like, what don't you understand? I'm not any different than you. <laughs> I'm just a person, you know. And. It was difficult for me at times because, you know, I have very curly, thick hair and I used to have it long. You know, it's a little bit shorter now. And when I was, you know, middle school and high school, people would just come up and pull my hair thinking it was, you know, a weave. And I saw my black friends, you know, that would have their hair pulled and, you know, their weave pulled and it was so sad. It was so sad to see that, that they were treated that way. You know, and if I feel that way, I felt that way. And my experiences aren't nearly comparable to what the black community has gone through. But I can't imagine going through that every single day and having to feel like you have to defend who you are or fearful, you know, because like I said, I had a little taste of it and growing up and it happened, but it wasn't every day that it happened, you know, and that's why I said I have a little taste of it. And I didn't ever feel like I had to be looking over my shoulder or, you know, feel that I needed to protect myself. 
But from my experiences, I've grown to want to help, you know, and if the way that I'm going to help is by providing my voice, um, sharing others, other experiences, other people's experiences and providing them a voice, you know, if they feel that they can't come out and, and speak about it, then I would love to be their voice. You know, I would love to speak and of course, you know, we have to continue to educate ourselves because we can't speak on what we don't know. But, you know, I can speak of, like I said, my experiences and I can talk about, you know, how that changed my life. But we need to make sure that we're listening to our friends, our black friends and the community listening to what they have gone through and not just shrugging it off as, oh, another movement or, oh, another trend, you know, or no, after the media stops talking about it, we need to continue to stand up and talk about the the issue in our country. And not judge a person by their background or the color of their skin, but by their character. And the other day, someone had posted on uh, Facebook this video of this uh, black woman talking about how she doesn't support the George Floyd movement and because she felt that the black community was, you know, glorifying somebody that was a criminal and that, you know, they continue to, that the black community continues to do that and, you know, um, lift somebody up as this example, exemplary person when, you know, and it, it kind of hurt my heart though. It kind it, it I don't want to say kind of, it did hurt my heart to hear, you know, some of the things that she was saying and, you know, I was listening and I was like, okay, I, I get, I understand what she's saying and I get where her feelings are coming from, um, from her perspective. But, you know, some of the things that she was saying like, oh, you know, this person was on drugs and this person had a history of drug addiction and this, you know, so, you know, she did say several times in her video that he didn't deserve to die the way that it happened or at all. But it's still, for me, I'm just thinking, where is the compassion? Yes, okay, maybe somebody, you know, whoever it is, George Floyd, whoever it is that's going through a moment of drug addiction or making bad decisions during a lifetime doesn't mean that they don't deserve to have that compassion. And again, I'm not saying that you commit a crime, you shouldn't pay the consequences. You should, but you also also shouldn't be seen as 
as you know the scum of the earth <laughs> I guess I want to say and I just have I have a lot of mixed feelings about that you know um there's so many different crimes that can be committed you know oh some people might say well what about a murderer you know does this murder deserve compassion I think that everyone deserves to know who God is and I pray for humanity I pray that if you are a murderer and you're on death row and you're paying the consequences, you're going to pay the consequences. But do I believe that you don't deserve God's mercy? Well, I'm not God. And, you know, we all will answer to him one day. So in the meantime, you know, I always ask God to help me understand, you know, those kind of things and bring peace to my spirit about those kind of things. And, you know, I pray for, for those people too. Again, you might not agree with me and that's okay. That's okay. And because I am who I am, I am this person that God's created me to be. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, I stay quiet on um, social media about things because I was talking to a friend the other day and I said, you know, I, I, yes, I do think we need to speak up. Let's speak up in our communities. Let's speak up. Let's make sure that we share our thoughts. On everything but for me it's been part of my life and you know I explained just now with the experiences and everything that I've seen and I've learned why it's always been a part of my life when I saw those friends when I was in school get their weaves pulled out I stood up for them when I saw somebody doing something wrong, saying something wrong about a group of people in a neighborhood because it was a lower income neighborhood or these kind of people or those kind of people were, oh, we have to be fearful of them because they live in that neighborhood. I stood up for them. I said, no, those are people just like you and me. And that's what I believe. You know, as a child, during Christmas that we had the opportunity to, my mom would always say either, you know, you get a Christmas gift or we buy some and take them to the less fortunate. And we would go to those areas of town that weren't the nicest, but I never saw them as different than me. I saw them as people that needed hope, that needed to see the love, that no matter who they were, what they look like, what their circumstance was. They needed the love and they needed somebody to show them that they were worthy of being an, another human right by your side. And, and that's just every every community, you know, 
it's always been something part of me and of my family and what they've always taught us, what my parents have always taught us. And I hope that, you know, we can make that change. And I hope that you all join me in making that change. Join a group in your community. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Stand up for what you feel is right around people that you love, around people that might not understand it. Continue to educate yourself. I know that I need to and will continue to educate myself. And, you know, I'm looking forward to continue to build upon this passion that I have of bringing people together and giving them hope. Now, I had put out a video um, on Instagram recently about, you know, making this um, particular episode and also about taking some time away from recording on the Beautiful Journey podcast. Um, of course, you'll still be able to connect with me on Instagram and on the Facebook and through email. Um, I, I haven't even written, I have not written in my on my blog, so I'll, I'll try to also write on there. But for the most part, I'm going to be taking a moment to refocus Um, and bring you all content that I feel passionate about and bring you content that will move you to be a better self. And for a moment, you know, between everything happening, um, I kind of lost my vision um, on what I wanted beautiful the beautiful journey to be. And that's okay. Sometimes, you know, our focus needs to change. It needs to, our path needs to move in a direction that is right w- with our spirit and right with our our mind and I need to figure that out. I need to, if I'm going to continue to put these episodes out for everyone, I I need it to be impactful and when it starts feeling like a task more than something that you love and you want to do it every day, then you need to pause, take a moment to reconsider what's going on around you. What do you need to focus your energy on at that moment? And today, you know, what I'm speaking about today, I'm passionate about. 
I was enthused and ready to come on here and get in front of this mic and talk about how I feel. And that is how I want it to be every time. That is what I want every episode. And I want you all to be able to connect with what I'm saying. And, you know, if you're going through a moment that is hard or if you're going through something, you know, I want to be able to have that connection with you all. And in order to have that connection, I need to be connected with what I'm talking about. And that's where I'm going with this. You know, I don't know how long I'm going to not record on the podcast, but just know that I will be coming back to record. And you will, again, like I said, continue to see me on, on Instagram and possibly doing, you know, little short videos as well on there. But just, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone that encouraged me to start this podcast, that listened to my ideas, that shared my podcast episodes that showed me love, um, that shared the social media and Instagram account, you know, continue to do so. Um, I'm not saying that the content that I put out before wasn't, I wasn't passionate about, but, you know, I, I did think that I needed to, um, like I said, shift what, what my conversations were, but, I just thank you all so much. I mean, you don't know how much this means to me being able to create this platform and coming on here and just talking about my experiences and, um, you know, my original start of this podcast was my journey um, through my pregnancy loss and creating this helped me continue to overcome, you know, not saying that we don't all have our days and our um, mental health challenges, but knowing that I have the support of you all and my family and my friends and everything is what helps um, to help me continue to make uh, a better me, to be a better me. But I thank you all so much for everything again. Um, I will be back soon. Keep in touch through my Instagram, the Facebook, my email, and anywhere else. <laughs> if you know me personally, you know, send me a message. Um, I'll keep you all updated on what um, I'm doing in the community and how I'm deciding to continue to make a change um, for humanity. But I love you all. And I actually just want to end today with something that I've never, ever, ever, ever done on my podcast. And I just wanted to um, say a little prayer for you all. Say a prayer. And I want to say a prayer for those that are in need, you know, and in the black community for strength. So here we go. God, I thank you for allowing me to be here today and speak to my audience and speak to those who are listening. I just ask you that you provide 
whoever is listening to this right now, peace. You guide them to what is right for them in their path and in their journey. You bring them love. And for those in the black community, bring hope, bring joy. Bring them the peace that they need right now. Give them the strength to overcome, to continue to be out there and fight the good fight. And God, just allow us to to come together as a community, as a humanity. Because where one or two or more are gathered, you're there, Lord. So I know that right now in this moment, you're here with us all. That we will overcome our everyday battles. And that you will provide us the strength that we need. I thank you for everything that you do in our lives. In your name I pray. Amen. Again, thank you all for listening. I hope that reached somebody's soul um, in whatever your beliefs are during that moment of prayer. Just reflect on that. Um, But thank you again, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.